Welcome to the MicroSamplify podcast, a partner to the MicroSampling blog from Neoterix. Listen in as we hear from key thought leaders in research science and medicine testify to the powers of microsampling in their industry. Today, we are speaking with Anders Millerhoff, the founder and CEO of Clinical Trial Consultants in Sweden. Hello, Mr. Millerhoff. Hello. Thank you for speaking with Neoterex today. Well, thank you for uh, inviting me to this podcast. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very happy for that. We're happy too. We're excited to learn more about you and your company, Clinical Trial Consultants, or CTC. We understand that since 2011, CTC has been helping pharmaceutical companies and other clinical research organizations implement effective research and clinical trials in Sweden. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and the primary reason why you decided to create CTC? Uh, absolutely. <clears throat> well, a little bit about myself. I'm I'm a positive entrepreneur with um, with the belief that um, you will get very far with a calm and positive attitude, uh, regardless of what what, uh, what task you have in front of you. And uh, in my company, I, I strongly believe that everybody they really really wants to do a good job, and I think that's the that's the foundation in a company that you need to trust everybody that they will do as best as they can. Um. The reason why um, uh, we decided to create CTC, uh, I, I'm not the only founder. Uh, it was actually we are seven founders together in the in the company, um, and we together decided to to create CTC. Uh, however, um, founding a company have always been well, I would say a, a part of uh, the vision in my career. And I was really waiting for the right opportunity while building up my experience of working with early clinical studies. And um, the opportunity, I would say, it emerged for nine years ago. And uh, the idea of starting up CTC uh, came after a discussion with uh, a number of former colleagues from Baselius Clinical Research Center, um, a former uh, county council-owned phase one unit in Sweden, and also um, uh, colleagues from Quintiles that were running a phase one unit in Sweden. Uh, but both those companies um, around 2011, they withdraw their activities here in Sweden, uh, working with early clinical development. And we together thought that that was really a shame that so many years of experience in conducting early clinical trials and well-established working procedures would just become lost. So that was actually why we said that, well, either we whine about it or we do something about it. And we decided to do something about it and, and start CTC. Excellent. Your company, CTC, is relatively young, yet it has become a major player in the Scandinavian CRO scene. In fact, you already coordinated at least one virtual clinical trial in 2018 using eSolutions, and we hear you have some plans to introduce an app to the CRO market to further enable virtual clinical trials. Can you tell us a little more about your eSolutions or your app? 
I think it's uh, it's a little bit in our veins, uh, both myself and our uh, uh, chairman of the board. We we like different kind of techniques, and we we are early adapters, so to say, uh, on that. But uh, yes, we did our first virtual trial, in 2018, and and in that study, we actually focused on uh, using digital signatures uh, via a bank ID, a very I would say commonly used. Um, app tool for uh, digital signatures in Sweden uh, and more a little bit more than 84% of Sweden's population is using this. So we thought that that would be something good to start with and also to, to have a, a mobile apps uh, app software for virtual visits uh, through video links. Um, and um, in that study, we did no physical visits as all were done. Uh, and also the study product was sent via career or could be picked up by the subjects at, at the local uh, clinic. And that study, it was very successful in many ways, but I think the most prominent um, uh, was in relation to recruitment. Uh, as the entire population in Sweden could be used as a recruitment based and the patients did not have to travel to any clinic for their visits, that really accelerated the, the recruitment rate. And um, in line with the enormous potential that uh, exists in virtual studies, and thanks to our positive experience in conducting such studies, uh, our holding company, CTR, Center for Translational Research, they have invested now in a, in a sister company to CTC, CleanSmart Sweden, which will actually build up the infrastructure for phase two and phase four clinical trials with strong digital and virtual focus. Excellent. Uh, and CleanSmart, they are actually further on developing this, uh, this app tools that we have started to develop within CTC. Excellent. On the CTC website, your company is described as providing full service CRO services to other CROs that are running clinical trials and also to pharmaceutical companies that are conducting preclinical research. It looks like CTC has four departments covering roughly eight service areas for its customers. Can you provide an overview of the different services that your company provides to help other organizations run these clinical trials? Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so we offer a full service package and I would say we, we are one of few CROs that conduct clinical trials in our own research units with our own physicians and nurses, pharmacists and laboratory staff. And we also have uh, free supporting departments to that, with, uh, uh, which includes clinical operations, uh, compromising project management, monitoring, medical writing, and clinical trial administration. Uh, pharmacovigilance for medical monitoring, safety reporting, medical coding, and biometrics, including data management, ECRF design, and statistics and pharmacokinetics. And having our own experts in-house in particularly important in early phases when it's crucial to meet tight timelines and when flexibility is, I would say, extremely important. And our broad spectrum of services attract many different organizations, both from pharma, medtech industry, but also from, from other CROs. Uh, uh, we, in Sweden, we have many CROs that lacks, lacks the access to, to clinical research units uh, and high recruitment SMOs. So that is how we help, I would say, other 
uh, organizations very much similar to us. Um, yeah. It sounds like you serve many different types of companies or customers. Can you list for us the different types of customers you serve and explain how you adapt your expertise to meet their needs? Yeah. As our client base is, um, uh, includes both large, medium and small life science companies, the customer needs are, of course, very uh, varying. Uh, many of our smaller clients would like expert help in, in planning their clinical development programs and study design um, input. Uh, and with several in-house clinical uh, development experts combined with a selected expert consultant group, we can efficiently assist smaller clients with this. But to be able to meet, uh, I would say, larger clients um, with their own in-house experts, um, I would say um, they have a less need for medical and scientific and regulatory advice. Um, then are, I think, I think the, the strong aside from C to C at the roles and responsibilities bit between us and those clients, they can easily be this, this distinguished because we we have a, a full Pro, uh, all our processes are fully mapped at CTC, so it's it's quite easy to say to put the processes together with the the client and really say where where do we um, we we puzzle in together. Mm. And getting back to the e technology and the virtual clinical trial. How will your new uh, app or e technology help you adapt even more? and in new ways to facilitate clinical research customers in going virtual? Uh, so the concept and the app that uh, our sister company, CleanSmart, uh, are developing include recruitment, pre-screening with web questionnaires, remote e-consent, remote e video meetings, e-pros, integration with, uh, data, with different data sources for data collection, but also remote microsampling and chat functions and communication between study subjects and study staff, as well as modules for patient engagement. Both subjects and staff can use bank ID for secure identification, which, which is key in Sweden because everybody is using that. Um, actually, all it's quite big in the Nordic. It's, it's widely used in Denmark, Norway, and Finland as well. So uh, and and the um, the service provider we use for the bank ID solution is actually covering those areas as well. Uh, but the solution it's flex flexible, so it can meet uh, our customer needs. Um, and some or all visits and procedures in the study can be replaced by virtual counterparts, depending on the nature and safety aspects of the study, of course. It's an exciting area. Yeah. How how will um remote microsampling as you know at neoterics we specialize in remote microsampling of blood and other biofluids so i'm curious to know um, how will remote microsampling with our mitra device facilitate virtual trials can you walk us through the process of how you use remote microsampling and e-technology together to coordinate a virtual trial yeah <clears throat> so Microsampling in our case, it, it can be used for 
uh, screening uh, purposes uh, to verify inclusion exclusion criteria uh, at a very very early stage uh, in the in the studies. It can be used for endpoint data collection or pharmacokinetic data collection. So we we use it as we we send out sample kits. Um, uh, to the subject's home, or they can be picked up at uh, a site or a dedicated lab or pharmacy. And then the, uh, the subjects or patients will use uh, the bank ID, which I've in, explained about before, to identify themselves that, that, so you are sure that it's the right person that is taking the tests. And then they scan a barcode or uh, a QR code on the sampling tubes uh, or the sampling device uh, for uh, also getting the exact time point and the identity of that sample. Then the samples will be shipped for the, to the collaborating lab. Uh, it could be, um, I would say, more or less anywhere because the, the samples get stable so fast, so we don't have to um, consider freeze, um, uh, dry ice transportation and things like that. Hmm. And can you talk about the advantages of running a virtual clinical trial versus an on-site clinical trial? <clears throat> are, are we talking about significantly lower costs and maybe a broader pool of study subjects? Mm. I would say that the, the major advantage, advantage is that it makes it easier for patients to participate in clinical trials. There are a lot of patients out there that want to participate, but they can have hard, uh, it can be difficult for them to do it because of, I would say, daily matters. Um, and I would say getting those involved in, in, um, in clinical trials would really be a benefit for recruitment. And then I'm also thinking about patients with disabilities, long distance to research units, diseases that will be able to participate just because um, running it virtually instead. Virtually studies, uh, I would say it also, it minimized the number of physical visits to the units and could also potentially increase the population base for recruitment. As in the example I described that we recruited one site recruiting, recruited subject, uh, subjects in the enti in entire Sweden which was, I would say, normally we have a reach of one million citizens from Uppsala where we have our unit, but now we had 10 million people instead to recruit from. That's uh, amazing. It, it really is. I mean, it's, um, that's, um, and it's also, I mean, less number of sites normally also means um, uh, less variability um, in the evaluations in the trial. Yeah, I think also, I mean, combining less visits, uh, less physical visits and faster recruitment, that is, of course, very beneficial from a, uh, from a cost perspective. And, well, in these times, I think I, it's worth mentioning it, but in pandemic time um, as well, this will, of course, uh, I would say, um, decrease the number of visits without... Um, increasing virus spread. So uh, the if the visits are performed uh, virtually instead. I think that's a good point and a timely comment. Thank you for adding that during this time of COVID-19 testing and uh, the coronavirus outbreak. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and then another aspect is, uh, I would say that uh, the site staff, they can work more efficiently with the study as well. And particularly if the, uh, the consent can be taken digitally before the first screening visits, if the first screening visit, for instance, has to be a physical visit, then the informed consent procedure can be handled before that. So when the study nurses uh, which are working in the trial, they can directly to start working with the patient when they arrive at the unit. Otherwise, we have to take the consent on that physical meeting, which um, which is a little bit the, the bottleneck of, of starting the, the assessment work in the study. So a microsampling approach in, in your virtual study, it's um, I would say that it keeps the um, also the, the costly dry ice shipments um, uh, down very much. And that's, of course, saves a lot of money, especially if you look at, I would say, um, phase two and phase three studies. That's excellent information. And I'm excited about where your company is, is growing and the areas it's moving into. Thank you, Mr. Millerhoff, for taking the time to speak with us about CTC. We wish you much success with your evolving clinical trial and research project coordination services. Do you have any uh, questions, uh, anything you'd like to add, that is, that I didn't cover in my questions? Um, well, there is, yeah, maybe one last thing, and that is, um, something that it can really do for, I would say, uh, phase one studies. I mean, in all phase one studies, we take a lot of PK samples and uh, directly after we have collected the samples in the clinical research unit, we, uh, we, uh, we take them to the lab, we centrifuge them, and there is a lot of sample handling. But uh, using microsampling, as we have done in, in two trials together with you in phase one, that could actually minimize the, the laboratory work in the phase one unit. So it's, um, it's also um, a piece of the future for the phase one trials. Excellent, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I'm wondering if you can tell us where people can find out more about CTC and these new solutions uh, that you're offering and launching for more virtual clinical trials. You can you can follow us on our website um, ctc um, uh, score ab se, and uh, then you can see the read about the different services that we provide, and then you can also visit uh, cleansmart.se, um, or will you, or you just send an email to to me andos.millerhoff at ctcab.se. Thank you, Mr. Millerhoff, for taking the time to speak with us about CTC. We wish you much success with your evolving clinical trial and research project coordination services. And thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of the MicroSamplify podcast, a partner to the MicroSampling blog from Neoterics.